Welcome. Here we go. <laughs> Welcome to Hey and Fun. Yeah. Yeah. Started off bad. Yeah. Meant to hit the record button, hit the off button. We're doing <laughs> our damn best. Yep. A little bit. You know how you still out a car sometimes, oh, yeah. all the yeah. time when you drive That's stick? <laughs> yep. Uh, I learned how to drive stick when I was a teenager, and this is, to this date, the best advice that my ex-stepfather has ever given me. What's that? Don't bother learning how to drive stick. <laughs> <laughs> he said, because you know when you're driving around in a car on the highway, you want one hand on the wheel and the other one on your lady. Oh my Holy god. Shit. Yep. I don't believe this actually happened. This happened. Holy shit. I can't get Jerry on the phone because I don't have his number, but it fucking happened. Uh I, I mean, of course keep that other hand free for like beverages, hamburgers, yeah. whatever. But yes. when you're hypothetically highway, if I had a lady, I would want to keep my hand on her too. If you're on the highway, <clears throat> you can because you're only going between like five and six most of the time. Yeah. Look, man. <laughs> This is what if my stepfather driving, told if you're me. you're driving in the city, then it's a problem. Well, well, maybe you are driving the city, trying to keep a hand on your lady and also one hand on the wheel. If, you, if you're buying a stick shift that you're learning in, oh my God. it at most has five. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I, I say six because my, my car has paddle shifters and it can go to six. Ooh. Uh, yeah, it's very fancy. Look, yeah. the point is, is that I don't drive stick. Never felt the need to. Yep. And well, I've been driving on the highway a lot recently, and I've been getting like twenty-five miles of a gallon in my car. So, woo, buddy, it's nice. Woo, uh, you don't you drive stick? I can. No, it, oh, okay, it has. Shifters. Okay, in got it, car, got it. It has the ability. I was to like, automatic uh, to be manual with paddle shifters, but I don't have like. There's no clutch. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It just. It's all computers anyway. My car is a computer. It Man, I had to tell you, when I was learning stick, I was like, both feet? I was very right, upset. Yeah. Yeah. I do sometimes, if I'm, like, paying attention, uh, I will, like, push my foot down like I am pressing a clutch just to, like, have the muscle memory. Yeah. yeah. But my dad did tre- teach me how to drive stick. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So... You know what else you can do while driving down the highway? One hand on the wheel, the other on your lady. Listen to some tunes. You can listen to some music. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is a segue. It is a segue. We're segueing into a different topic. We're not here to talk about Big Zach. We're not here to talk about... We're also not here to talk about the nation burning down around us. (laughs) Yeah. Let's just avoid that for right now. I'm sure y'all already heard all the news about everything being terrible, so we're going to... This is findog.gif. They're pretty yeah. much, yeah. <laughs> How are we supposed to sleep when our beds are burning, guys? <laughs> Speaking of one-hit wonders, that's what we're talking about today. You just slam it in the first right there. I'm just, just, just segwaying <laughs> the shit out of this. Hey, man, if you knew as many one-hit wonders as I did, you would have gotten that reference. Yeah, so okay. we, we got a few down. So today we're talking about one-hit wonders, but specifically... The one-hit wonders of our hearts. Yeah. Groups, bands, musicians, whatever, that we only like really one of their songs or an album or one or two songs, but that's pretty much it. Like, they can still be like a well-known band like The Who and I can see for miles. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But for whatever reason, no slam against this band, these groups, they're just not not our cup of tea except for one song that we love. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. So, who wants to start? I'll start. All right. Uh, my first one is 
it's actually a more recent song. It's Black Balloons by Denzel Curry. Mm-hmm. It came up. Uh, I listen, I follow a lot of like uh, lo-fi or anti-pop playlists on Spotify. Yeah. And so this one was on the top of that of one of those playlists for a while. Mm-hmm. And it's a cool song. It's got a cool beat. Yeah. It's very neat. But then I went and listened to the. It's like the first song of a fourteen-song album. And I went into the rest of the, to listen to the rest of the album, and I just couldn't get into it. Yeah, it didn't have the same like energy as the rest of this. Uh, the rest of the album didn't have the same energy as that song. Don't you kind of like hate it when you get into a band or a group, and then you're like, "Oh man, this is so great! The rest of the group must be like, th- or the rest of their stuff must be like this," and it's not. No, that was like a fluke song. That's like uh, that happened to Sugar Ray. <clears throat> yeah, yep. like, I just want to fly was like a fluke song. Yeah, all the rest of it. They're more of a Nickelback-sounding song. They're definitely yep. more post-grunge. Yeah. Well, they leaned into it after that, though. They did. Yeah. They did, and it was garbage. Yeah, but was Sugar Ray <laughs> ever not garbage? I don't know. Uh, I Want to Fly is pretty good, and it's not the same. Other thing. than that one song, though? I think they have two kind of like big songs. Okay. I think. Oh, Broken think? Clock. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <But> yeah. <clears throat> Um, I'll go next. Okay. So I actually got into this. Well, I won't say I got into this band, but I, I, I sought them out because of a book I really liked called White Noise, mm-hmm. um, the Airborne Toxic Event. Oh, yeah. I, you know, I've heard that <laughs> band name yeah. because I remember seeing it on like the serious radio in my parents' car or something. Yeah. Before. Like I've seen it. So they're kind of like, I guess if I had to describe them they kind of remind me of um live or live 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 yeah you know that group kind of like in that like post 90s early 2000s alt rock Mm -hmm. sort of landscape and um and that's not meant to be a dig because uh even though i don't like live 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 i mean who does really i guess people dads yeah. feel like Live it's, is a big dad band. It, if so, I became a father, maybe I'd understand. Every band that kind of formed in the early 90s and then kind of existed after Nirvana and Kurt, Kurt Cobain's death attempted to either be Nirvana or Pearl Jam. Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a very true statement. Yeah. Because yeah, that's a lot of what's on this list right here. <laughs> <laughs> Except maybe you, or Incubus. They kind of remind me of Incubus. Oh, yeah. Um, that's what their sound is. And I'm not a huge fan of that genre. Yeah. That sort of like adult alternative. But I really like the song Sometime Around Midnight, which is very chill. Um, but it kind of builds... As and it's basically about this guy who just sees this woman at a bar and like wants to go home with her, but doesn't. Like so many of those That's those songs. Like, uh, <laughs> you were working at a waitress in a cocktail <laughs> bar. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> that's another one hit wonder. And I've listened to some of their other songs, and I just can't can't really get into any of their other stuff. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm gonna use that as a segue to get into mine, which is uh, Modest Mouse. Oh, oh okay. man. I like float on and uh-huh. I like dashboard. And that's better. <clears throat> there was another Modest Mouse song that I heard that I liked, but it wasn't either of those. I like float. Everyone likes float. Yeah. Float yeah. It's fucking great. Dashboard's fucking fun. The dashboard's melted, but we still got a radio. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they. Uh, I think the album was We Were Dead Before the Ship Sank. Something like that. Like, missed they, the Boat. Missed the Boat. That's, that's the other one. one, too. 
Like, they were fine. I have friends <clears throat> and ex-friends that were huge into them and loved everything they did. But it's like, I like these three songs, man. If you could just Bluetooth yeah. those, I'm good. Yeah. Please understand, this is not a slam against yeah. any of these groups. They're just not uh, our cup of tea mm. for whatever reason. I'm gonna slam one of these goddamn bands. Yeah. Okay, I am gonna sl- I'm gonna slam I am gonna I slam have, live because they slams. suck. Um, but, uh, I don't really have any slams either. I, I am gonna slam maybe one. Slam shady. But it's just because I truly don't understand how anyone could be into their stuff. <laughs> Who is it? But uh, one real, real quick thing is, like, I wound up liking bands that are more Modest Mouse adjacent, like yeah. bands that take their influence from Modest Mouse. Yeah. Sure. But not directly Modest Mouse. Like, no. I just can't get into them. That's how I feel about the Descendants. I love what they started <clears> with <throat> several of their mm-hmm. tracks, but I really appreciate more what they did for the scene and the genre. Yeah. But who else is like? Um, another one of mine where I only like the song and not really a lot of the rest of them is, uh, well, there's kind of two... Uh, Power by Kanye I think it's cool like it, I don't know it's it's one that I would hear in the gym a lot yeah that and uh, N-Words in Paris I mean that's a good song it's a Hell good yeah. song never heard it I actually oh, like man. a lot of Kanye like, power, stuff Power and uh, N-Words in Paris were two songs that I would hear a lot in the gym when I was yeah. in college yeah so I and I really liked those but then I just like Kanye it's like okay Kanye has definitely taken a turn. turn. I mean, he just does whatever he wants. A a heel turn, even, if you will, (laughs) which I cannot get behind. But I actually really like a lot of Kanye's early stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people do. Back before he, like, took those crazy pills and ventured (laughs) off into the deep end of insanity. And hope you're doing all right, buddy. I want you to succeed in your life. All right. Um, so, uh, listen, children, to a story that was written long ago uh, about this one time Ari Kobler accidentally got into Christian rock. Oh! Okay. Shit. What's yep. this one? Okay. Is it switch is it so it's not No, it's not either of those. It and red? also, it's... T- stop. I don't even know what that one is. <laughs> and also, technically, it's not Christian rock. Oh, okay. Um, <clears throat> it's more Christian bluegrass, I guess? Okay. <laughs> this song just kind of reminds me of a hoot nanny. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's definitely the song. Okay, so the song is called "Let My Love." It's a very simple song, and you know how sometimes, like, in old movies, in a party scene where it's like a country party scene like maybe they just had a barn raising a group mm-hmm. of guys get together with their washboards and their harmonicas and they just song? sing a hoot nanny song this, that's one of those songs this is one of those songs okay. it's literally just like a group it feels like it was recorded in an open field like that's kind of what it sounds like huh. yeah it's kind of it all kind of sounds like hey good looking by hank williams senior sure yeah, yeah. a little bit so, so basically it's very it's very like it's a joyous song the 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 song is basically like there's a storm coming in yeah. we don't know which way to turn but it's all right i'll take it like let my love cover you oh i can't see that being a christian song yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. well it's but it's not very it it also can easily be a romantic song right, right yeah and i when i was a teenager loved it well, when you think about so, it every christian song is a love song to, to God. jesus yeah <laughs> <clears throat> that's why my favorite christian song i want to ah! fuck you god God, I want to, I want to, I want to fuck your ass. Guys, you know, if we ever is... do, 
percentage, <laughs> science says it kills. Ninety-nine point ninety-nine percent of germs. Uh. And if it'll kill that memory if you say that. <laughs> That's not. Guys, that we... was me quoting someone else who said that to me. Guys. <laughs> We have got to do a sketch where we're a Christian rock band and we're just like, all right, our next song is about giving Jesus a reach around. That's the whole, that is the whole joke is us just being like, let's sexually molest God. Honestly, I have enough experience performing Christian music. Uh, we know. I, I could make this song for you. Yep. Instead of, hey, good looking, that's going to be about fuck fucking Jesus. Yep. The point is, is that... That sketch would be hilarious. None of you take this idea. We're going to do it one of these days. Okay, so basically, I love this song so much that I was like, I'm going to purchase their CD. Oh. Their, C- their CD-ROM. You threw down $20. It was like 10 album. but sure. Um, and it's by this group called Damien Samoy and the Minor Prophets. Oh, you've told me about them. And it was not till I had already listened to their entire discography that I realized... That it was a Christian band. Yeah. And I felt a fool. But here's the thing. I feel like... So a lot of the reason... So I don't like a lot of contemporary Christian music. For one main reason. It sucks. Yeah. Just like across the board. I mean, you can give a pass to Switchfoot because at least they have like... One song. One song that doesn't completely eat dick. Yeah. I'll give a pass to Flyleaf too. They're fine. Sure. But most... Skillet? Fuck Skillet. No. I have listened to a lot of contemporary Christian radio, Mm -hmm. and all of the songs sound exactly the same. Oh, yeah, they do. The lyrics are harassed. I can walk into a restaurant and go, there's Christian music playing. Yep. Yeah. Zaxby's plays Christian music, and it is universally garbage. Just all of it is G- garbage. It's funny because they had the same problem as punk, where it's like all the same three chords. Oh just yeah, the same fucking noise. Yeah, except at least at least punk is like we're going against the government, going you know, or whatever. Yeah. Well, and then whereas Christian music's just like give it up for God. Seriously, ladies, spread your yeah. legs, give it up for God, like yeah, yeah. for Chris, real. Christian music also falls into a trap that country popular country music does as well, which is they're all produced and mixed exactly the same. Like yeah. there is a yeah. preset button. Like country song, Christian song, yep. country Christian song. There's actually um, uh, there's a sketch I saw that was basically like, oh, so you want to be a contemporary Christian rock band? And it's basically the music producers being like, all right, once we've chiseled away every aspect of your personality and individuality, here mm-hmm. you go. Yeah. And it's you know the joke is like all Christian contemporary music sounds the same, yeah. and it does. Yeah. Damien Samoy and the Minor Prophets, even though I didn't like the rest of the of the CD, is different. It's mm-hmm. first of all, it actually talks about specific like Bible stuff, yeah. as opposed to just a general feeling of being grateful to God. Some of their songs are really dark, like about the nastier parts of the Bible. And if you're into that slash like you know older sounding country music, it's not a bad time. But it just wasn't for me. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, and to this day, I only really listen to this that one, one song. This one song, yeah. Did you have another one? No, it's your turn. Okay. Uh, mine, do I want to go scathing or do I want to go for bucket? Uh, this one isn't scathing. Like, I love Mike Patton as a person. 
Oh, here we go. I love what he stands Which for. one of his 510 bands is this one going to be? <laughs> <laughs> this is about all of them, technically. Oh, okay. Oh, like, boy. Out of, like, out of Tomahawk, I only like God Doesn't Like a Coward, I think is the name of the song. Mm. I think that one's the most palatable song because Tomahawk was created to be challenging to listen to. Yeah. And I fucking hate that goddamn phrase. Uh, I mean, isn't most of Mike Patton's stuff supposed to be challenging to listen to? Not Faith No More. Faith No More is probably the easiest band to get into. That's true. They had a hit. Yeah, Faith. And also, they have the best cover of War Pigs. Really? I like it more than I like Black Sabbath, and I like it more than I like Cakes. Cake has a fantastic cover of it. Hmm. It's fantastic, my dude. But the rest of it is just... bad. You're talking about Mike Patton stuff? Music or? as a whole, it's just fine. Like the like Sunday morning, like, early, like easy like Sunday morning, that is a fantastic cover as well. Um, but the rest of the music, man, I get it. I understand that it's great to somebody. Yeah. I ain't that somebody. Yeah. It's fine at best. You know what's fun about this conversation is we all have different... Yeah, we're all going in a different direction. I mean, there's yeah. crossover here for sure, but we all have different tastes in music. I'm about Wild. to take it a way different direction. <laughs> oh boy. I'm good. Yeah. Oh boy. You. I feel you. What you got? All right. Well, my another one of mine that's like, it's a popular artist <clears throat> in a certain genre. I only like one song by him, although a lot of his arrangements are played. A lot. Yeah. Okay. My song is Lil Darlin by Count Basie. I don't know, I don't a, know who that is. Jazz, he's like uh, a jazz guy. Okay. He's, a lot of people, like, he's a, he's up in the ranks with, like, um, oh, fuck. I literally just blanked on a guy's name. Cab Calloway. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, he's up in the ranks of, like, Cab Calloway. Um, Miles Davis. All those kind of people. Cap like Calloway again. 40s. <laughs> I like Cap Calloway, and I won't apologize for that. That's fine. I mean, Cap Calloway is great. Uh, Glenn Miller. Yeah. Uh, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, but like a lot of his, if you were in a high school or college level jazz ensemble, you have played Count Basie arrangements for mm. sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Little Darling is my favorite, just okay. because it's such a chill song. Compared to a lot of other like jazz standards of the time, yeah, it's just so. It's what when I want to listen to that song, it's like it's relaxing time. Hell yeah, it is like it's just so chill. It's got this nice little like guitar strum, and then it like it just kind of sets in. Mm-hmm. I, and I love performing it too, like, like fucking Green Onions. Yeah, yeah. So, like I said, jazz. (laughs) It's all about the songs you don't listen to because you don't like the rest of them very much. (laughs) uh... No, I mean, I love, like, jazz and big band as a genre. No, I know. You just don't like the rest of this guy's arrangements. Yes, yeah. I prefer Glenn Miller or Benny Goodman. Okay. Um, Check those guys out. Uh, Glenn Miller is, like, the standard guy. He does the... um, that one song that's like in the Spotify playlist of things. It's not like everything, but the one the songs that we like. 
Yeah. Yeah, sure. Wonders. We'll yeah. fucking put it together. The one hit wonders of our hearts. <laughs> yeah, that's what we'll call it. All right. What's another one you got, all right? Uh, this one might be a little bit surprising to myself because I love 80s music. Yeah, the 80s good. is my favorite decade for music. Um, period. End of story. Uh, and I honestly didn't realize it until I was making this list, but... I like Everybody Wants to Rule the World. Yeah, that's a fucking slapping song. And like, almost no other Tears for Fears songs. <laughs> I don't even like Mad World. And that's their other big that's one. their other song is Mad World? Mad World. Uh, uh, I didn't shout. know that they did Mad World. Yeah, they did the OG Mad they did Shout. Not, 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 not the shout, you know, you make me want to shout. They don't no, do that no, no. one. Shout. Yeah, shout, yeah. Let, let it all out. out. That's what I think when I think of shout. Fuck that other song. Oh, man. <laughs> I feel like fuck that song, and then the other one is the one I like. But I like they did a they've done a lot of stuff, and kudos to them, man. They're one of the big no or new wave bands of the '80s, and I respect the shit out of them. You're right, though. However, everyone wants to rule the world is the best one. If you go to their "This Is uh, Tears for Fears," it's like all of those songs. I don't recognize any of the other songs. Yeah, because everybody wants to rule the world is the best Flash only one worth really. Yeah. The first the first three or first five are Everybody Wants to Rule the World, Shout, Woman in Chains, Head Over Heels, and Mad World. And I'm not a huge fan of any version of Mad World. Like I just don't like that song very much, but if I'm gonna listen to a version, the Tears for Fears one for sure. I at least for me. What's uh I think it's Ben Folds. Did a... He, made, he did a cover of every goddamn thing. There's yeah. one of... The the one that everyone knows is the one from Donnie Darko, yeah. yes. which is the really slow, all yeah. around me are familiar... Like, and I just can't get into that. I have a lot of nostalgia for that movie and that song for that reason. Sure. But that's the only reason. I like it for the meme. There you go. Right? That, that is, it's that, a good meme. That version of that song is a great meme. Yeah, yeah it is. That being said... <laughs> reasons why everybody wants to rule the world fucking rocks it's upbeat music uh depressing ass lyrics which is a huge which is a thing i'm very much a fan of i also like robin's dancing on your own or dancing on my own and princess i can never take the place of your man both songs that are super upbeat with kind of you know dour yeah Music stuff, yeah. lyrics, subject matter. That's what I meant to say. But everybody wants to rule the world has like one of those wild time signatures, right? Yeah. yeah. A little bit, yeah. yeah. It's like... Yeah. Also, way to call out Mar- Margaret Thatcher. I'm not sure that's what the song's about, but I'm like 95% sure that's what the song is about. I believe And it. I just want to live in a world where that is the case. If you know... That everybody wants to rule the world is not, in fact, calling out Thatcher Thatcher politics. I don't want to fucking hear it. All right, I just this it's it's such a good song. It is the absolute best one that Tears to Tears ever came out with. It's one of the best '80s songs at all. And Ninja Sex Party has an amazing cover of it. I love their cover of it. I it's honestly, so good. I love their cover more than I love the original. Yeah. That's a, totally acceptable. Yeah. I love their cover of. Um, uh, the last unicorn more than the original. Oh, it took me a absolutely. minute to think of it. I was like, "What is it? What is it?" That's yeah, that's the that's the song that got them into doing more covers because that song good. blew up for them. Also, yeah. it's because it's amazing. Yeah. Danny Sexbang's voice is just amazing. butter mm-hmm. on velvet. That's how it good really it is. is. So I wish I could hit some of the notes he can. Oh, for real. Yeah. All right. 
Alright, I'm gonna get into the scathing one next. Bowling for soup. Ah! I like drunk enough to dance, and I like a hangover you don't deserve, and they have a, another album. Like the whole album? Yeah, I like those those two albums, and... Oh, wait, At this we... point, you just like most of their discography. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, the fuck up? what other albums did they come out with? They have like 30 albums. Get the fuck Whoa. out of here, really? For fucking real. What? Yeah. And there, there's another one called Punch Drunk Love. It's pretty rad, too. Those are the three good albums. Hmm. There's like 27 other albums that are hot fucking trash. Yikes. And it's fucking just... They knew what they knew, to, what they needed to sell. Yeah. And they tried really hard to mar- make and market it. Oh man. And it's fucking bad. Um, that is crazy to me. Yeah, you thought it was good. Like they had like four albums, didn't you? I did. I <laughs> thought they had like two, like two. Yeah, and, <laughs> and then one cover album. That's yeah, what I most thought. Most of their popular songs are covers, right? 1985, which what that was their one hit wonder. No, it was incorrecto. SR seventy one made the original version of nineteen eighty five. No, no, I know. Yeah. I'm I was getting there, but yeah. they so Bowling for Soup was a one hit wonder back in like two thousand something, two thousand five. Two thousand five ish. Two thousand five. And their the song that made them a one hit wonder was a cover. Was a cover. Yeah. From SR seventy one. I also know them for their cover of Which in turn was Melt with You. Also I, uh, yeah. yeah. I'll stop the world and melt with you because they, it was on Cartoon Network. Yeah. It, it, as a Powerpuff Girls music video. They also did a cover of Stacy's Mom. Yes. Yeah. They did. Those are their most well known songs are cover songs. And I actually agree, I really do like a hangover you don't deserve. I have listened to exactly zero percent of their other albums, yeah. and, and excepting their cover album, yeah. um, which includes you know "Alt Melt the World" and blah blah blah. Yeah. Nineteen eighty five is actually on an hangover. I don't you don't yeah. deserve. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure SR seventy one is pretty salty about the fact that because yeah. SR seventy one was in fact a one hit wonder yep. back in the day. Yeah. Oh, we'll circle back around to them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you about to bring up right now? <laughs> no, not right now. But when we get to the reverse side, <laughs> you're gonna bring up right now, not right now, <laughs> not at this moment. All right, Travis, you're next. Okay, I'm still. We're still doing uh, songs that we like. That we like. That we like. We don't really. So, <sighs> scathing, baby. It's not scathing. Oh, dang. Everyone loves Bowie. Yeah, Bowie's and I, great. And I like Bowie, too. Oh, boy. But I can really only get behind, like, Starman. Sure. And that's it. Like, I like Starman. Yeah. And I like, I, I've listened to it, and, like, may, um, Space Oddity is good. No, I feel you. But, yeah, like, it's, it's one of those things where I can listen to it and go, this is good. Mm-hmm. But it's not one of those things that I can listen to every single day of my life. You know, sure. But for for me, like Starman for Bowie really stands out. Mm. I think I've only ever listened to Ziggy Stardust and Lazarus. Yeah, are the two songs of his I've ever listened to all the way through on purpose. (laughs) Uh, What what were (laughs) we talking about? I believe uh, Ben was. I was complaining about Bowling for Soup. Oh, okay. Yep. I was done with it. Great. (laughs) Well, now we're we're gonna apologies to Mr. Bowling for Soup. I mean, I, check out the stuff that is, check out Least Hangover You Don't Deserve if you're yeah. into that sort of pop punk. Yeah. Drunk Enough to Dance is still a solid album. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's got some solid breakup tunes if you need that. Yeah. yeah. They're definitely in that... Um, I saw a Hard Times article that was like, I accidentally recorded myself leaving drunk messages on my ex-girlfriend's phone, and it turns out that I accidentally recorded a, um, not Bowling for Soup song, uh, fuck, Front Bottoms album. And while the front, I would not say the Front Bottoms is in like that pop punk Bowling for Soup style, but Bowling for Soup, like a lot of punk pop groups, is definitely like... In that I'm going to complain about all these women I know, sort of. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We're going to pivot yeah, now. Gonna, let's pivot. Now we're going to talk about bands that are one-hit wonders in the popular culture, and we like other stuff by them. Mm-hmm. But also maybe the one-hit wonder. Yeah. I've got one for that. Go for it. I've got exactly one for that. Okay. Semisonic. Yeah. Most known for their one-hit wonder Closing Time. (laughs) Which I was surprised that it was not Weezer. I thought that band was Weezer that made Closing Time. You thought? Wrong. Yeah. It's Semisonic. Um, I love... Okay. They only did, like, one other album. They only had two albums? I think they had three overall. And the second one had Closing Time. One post the hit, right? That happens sometimes. Um... Their other album is called Chemistry. It is great. Yeah. Uh, it's got the amazing stuff on it. Super fun. Um, one of my favorites from that album is Get a Grip. I also like uh, I Can Hear You Singing, in, or it's Singing in My Sleep. Yeah. That one's great. Um, F&T is great. They're, they have a lot of really good stuff yeah. that's super fun and super, super upbeat, which is, I feel like... It just seems so genuine. Yeah. yeah. You know? That's what I appreciate about the music is fucking genuineness. Yeah. yeah. And I just really like it. And if you're into that sort of, again, post-grunge, pre-pop punk sort of sound. Yeah. What is that? Like, adult alternative? Yeah, I don't really I, know. I Genres don't matter. Yeah. It's alt rock. And yeah. it's so good. Yeah. And they really should have had more hits. Mm. Um, but... Uh, if you like any pop music that's come out ever in the 2000s, you've heard at least the frontman's other stuff because he actually went on to be a behind-the-scenes guy oh. and has written, like, a lot of stuff. Oh, cool. Including a lot of Adele's stuff. Neat. So you've, you've, you've heard him. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Closing Time, I get that it's overplayed. I get that a lot of people are like, oh, we're going to close out our set with Closing Time. Ha yeah. ha. It's a great song. It is. It is a it's a good song. song. It is It is awesome. And it's not even about a bar. It's about a guy like, it, it's about the band to have a baby. Yeah. It, yeah, it's about his son. Yeah. Closing Time. Yeah. Every something something is another beginnings end. Oh, so good. Mm. So good. I, I was, I was going to say, what do you got? Yeah. What do y'all both got? Okay. Uh, so there's a rapper I brought up to you guys a couple of weeks ago. His name is Spose. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh-huh. He had one hit called I'm Awesome mm-hmm. like 10 years ago, maybe longer. Uh, I have since rediscovered that he had way more than just one song. Like, I want to go back and listen to I'm Awesome. This was like maybe a month and a half ago. It's like, yeah. oh, shit, he has like 10 albums. Nice. And they're all fucking fire. Hell, Yeah. Um, but yeah, just put in Spose, hit shuffle. You're going to hear a great song. The best mm. one I would suggest starting with is uh, 03 Ultima or Goddamn. Hell yeah. And then Lana Kendrick, because that's the one I played for you guys, or Anna Kendrick, rather. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Uh, it has a great line in it where it's like, here's a list of rappers I prefer to me, and it's just 30 seconds of silence. That is fucking awesome. Yeah. A lot of his songs are ragging on Mac Miller, and then Mac Miller died, and then he was like, oh, shit. Oh, Fuck. man. And then he was like, then he's like really respectful of him. It's not like he's like just trying to bury the hatchet because the guy's dead. He's like, you're the reason I kept fucking going. Right, yeah. Oh, man, that's sweet. Yeah. I'm sure they behind the scenes they had a cool thing or something. Oh, yeah. I don't think either of them had it in there because I've never listened to much Mac Miller, but I doubt either of them had it in them to actually fight. Yeah. 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 Not like uh, Shaq and Kobe style. <laughs> Tupac. Yeah. Biggie style. Yeah. Well, I pre- well, I've been rewatching uh, clips from 30 Rock, and uh, there's a great episode where uh, Jack gets in, he, like, accidentally insults, like, this group of influential black entertainers, oh, yes. and one of them goes, Tupac is not going to be happy about this, <laughs> and then he's like, and Jack's like, I didn't hear anything. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's so funny. Also, I was getting coffee today, and their chip dar chip dar set or chip tip jar said, blah, 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 blah. "That's what it said." No, it said, um, "Tupac and Biggie search and rescue fund," I can dig that. which was hilarious. Yeah. All right. You All right. Uh, this band—they weren't really—they've had multiple hits with the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. Uh, because specifically Stadium Arcadium, it came out when I was in middle school, yeah. and I had just started learning how to play bass. So, of course, I got super into the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Every bass player loves Flea. Yeah. But so, like, Snow and Danny California were, like, the big songs off of Stadium Arcadium. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's a double album, and there's a lot of songs on that al- on both of those CDs. Hell yeah. So, like, some other songs that I liked were uh, Torture Me, um, Desperation Smile, uh, Ready Made, um, So Much I... Death of a Martian, uh, Charlie, Slow Cheetah. Those are all fucking great songs that Slow fly under. Yeah, they fly under the radar because they're not, you know, one of the Red Hot Chili Pepper hits. Yeah, Sex, Sex and the Magic by them is fucking great too. Yeah, that's a really good. That's a really good one. All right, well, those are the one-hit wonders of our hearts, and also the many-hit wonders of our hearts. Yep. Do we have any real quick like? runners up or anything like that because oh, okay. i know we all have pretty long lists we did but we're i'm just gonna like go through mine like real fast yeah i've got theory of theory of a dead man which is pretty much <laughs> the better nickelback and yeah I mean that wholeheartedly i love several of their songs low life bad bad girlfriend bitch came back they're just fucking great mm-hmm. trash music that's yeah. what it is it's fantastic Everclear. Pick a, just pick an album and hit shuffle. They're fucking great. Eve Six, same goddamn thing. Oh, God. Thing. Go through Arch Drive Goodbye, uh, Girlfriend. Um, I think, yeah, go through their self-titled, self-titled album. It's fucking fantastic. And then finally, SR71. They have three albums, and they're great. Nice. Uh, Blue Ribbon Special, the original 1985. It has 1985 and then in parentheses, original. original nice. yep. Next to it. That was the pettiest, chillest move yeah. to goddamn do. And here's, uh, this is where we fight, Ben, because I actually hate SR71. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even like their one hit wonder. Like, I, can, I cannot stand a single minute of any of their music. Their second record is fan goddamn fantastic. 
this is again. This is where we have a physical fight, Ben, because I disagree. Do you like simple plan? No. Good. I thought that was why. I was like, God, no. What, what do I look like? A trash bag? Man, Come on, know. man. That's a that's that's a group. I hope that. Well, I'm not gonna finish that sentence. Hey, man. I had a very shameful Good Charlotte phase. I look at, I look back on it now. All right, that was question oh, two. Oh man. Yeah, only speaking of Good Charlotte. Only your, in shame. Shotgun style. What are your like runners up? What what's the rest yeah. of your list? Oh no, that's oh well. I, the only Semisonic was the only one I had for um. For the one hit wonders that I like the rest of their stuff, okay. but other songs that I like that I don't like the rest of their stuff, I like um, Love It If We Made It by the 1975. Mm. I don't get it, man. Yeah. I mean, I like Love It If We Made It, but yeah. I just do not get the 1975. Yeah, Call me an old man either. or whatever. Um, Pet Sounds by the Beach Boys, the only Beach Boys album I like. I yeah. might not be alone in that. Um, Hannah Hunt by Vampire Weekend. Mm. I gave Vampire Weekend a solid chance. Yeah, I Vampire, really did. There's only like two songs by Vampire Weekend that I truly enjoy. Yeah, Hannah Hunt, I can't even really explain why I like it. I think I just like yeah. the lyrics a lot. Yeah. Um, Wait So Long by Trampled by Turtles. Uh, that's just one of those things where... Yeah, I just don't know. Again, I don't know why I like this one song. It's, a lot of these, it's like... Like, I listened to Sometime Around Midnight, and then I was like, I'm going to listen to the rest of the Airborne Toxic Events music, mm-hmm. and expecting it to be the same. Right. And it's, Sometime Around Midnight isn't totally dissimilar from their other stuff, but there's something about it that just makes it stand out, and it's clear why this is, like, the top song on Spotify that everybody loves. Yeah. Um, Hannah Hunt is very emblematic of how the Vampire Weekend is, and yeah. yet <laughs> it's the one. It's the one that I like, and then um, and that's it. That's all I had. Tight. My my like I like um, the rest of their stuff is Bare Naked Ladies. So yeah. like one week is a bop, and yeah. everyone can agree. But then the rest of their stuff is not like one week. Yeah. Um, it's very like chill, just like adult rock. Yeah. Um, very cool stuff, especially the early stuff when they had both the singers. Yes. But then the guy who does the rapping, well, no, the guy who does the like, he's basically another. He, it's their second vocalist. He dropped out. Yeah. But then they kept going, and I think he joined him again recently. But they they do a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. Um, the old apartment is fucking fantastic. Yes, that's there. a good one. And then that actually leads into my other one where I like all of their stuff and they only have a couple of like known hits, which none of them, none of them really hits, but it's the Mountain Goats. <laughs> because like people, people know the Mountain Goats by like either the whole Sunset Tree album, specifically yeah. this year. Hey, man. Or any song that was on Moral Oral, like No Children. Yeah. Um, like No Children and This Year are like their number one and two yeah. on, their, on their Spotify. But I love... Just all of his shit. I, I feel like you can judge what kind of person they are by what their favorite show on Adult Swim was. Because <laughs> <laughs> yours was clearly Moral Oral. No, 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 not even that. No, I mean, Moral Oral is just the show that uh, introduced me to okay. the Mountain Goats. That's and fair. then I kind of put them on a shelf for years and years until my girlfriend took me to a Mountain Goats show. That's fair. Oh, man. <laughs> so upset that that's going to be canceled. Yeah. Well, <laughs> or postponed. Yeah, there's no word on it yet. Yeah, but still. It might yeah. be like an online thing. It's not going to be the same. No. It's not the same. But... And we both know that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have to say I agree with you there. Uh I love the more Mountain Goats more well-known stuff, but 
I mean, listen, the Sunset Tree is their best album. Oh, and absolutely. I will fight you on that. But All Hell Was Texas is also really good. Transcendentalism oh, yeah. is really good. Transcendental Youth. Transcendental Youth, that's the one. Goths. Like, Goths. Goths is all right. I like the weird crossover that's happening. Yeah, <laughs> Travis I and I, our our music tastes are a Venn diagram there where there's a lot of crossover. Yeah. Then yours and my music tastes, <laughs> that Venn diagram is two separate circles. <laughs> they do. Like they're two separate thing. circles in a crowded in like a very yeah. small room. You know how, but like, they're just. Yeah. Barely not touching. You know how like you can tap two eggs together and then the shells are touching, but nothing else. Yeah, yeah. that's what y'all. See. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're 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 I, I think they're tight. Like, it's basically know. like I like hair metal, and that is pretty yeah. much where. <laughs> yeah. And Ben looks like he fronts a hair metal band, and that is where <laughs> I, the crossover ends. I, I don't like that statement. I like, like three hair metal bands. Well, cut your fucking goatee, and maybe we can talk. <laughs> no, I enjoy looking like a fat Chris Cornell. All right, All right guys, well. we're talking about apartment in Samara. <laughs> Samara. God, if so, you know how to pronounce that fucking episode name, please let me know what's apartment up. Apartment in Samara? Apartment. Appointment. 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 God damn, this episode has already gone off the fucking rails. Yeah. <laughs> Good okay. point. Here's what happened. Sam and Dean called and made a doctor appointment, but it got canceled because of a worldwide pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> well, Supernatural was ahead of the time. Damn! <laughs> Let's watch have it. Have you seen? I mean, I know y'all have seen it because we shared it. But if you've seen that, like how Supernatural predicted toilet paper running out, yes. Yeah. I have to say, I find some of these like, oh, the symptoms totally predict this to be s- suspect. But yeah. we'll talk about that later. All right, we're gonna watch it now. Bye. Things that I loved and things that I did not love. Things I loved. Death. Oh, always a pleasure. 100%. Death, Death always a pleasure. Death is ribbed for her pleasure. Wow, Ben. I think we have to put the sunglasses on because the listeners can't hear you. Well, they can't can't hear the sunglasses. They can't hear the sunglasses. They couldn't hear the sunglass effect of being put on. But I had to say something because I just. Oh. So, <laughs> so I knew you were gonna say something. That's why I did it. Can we talk about um, a it's couple of things? Chest, <laughs> a oh, couple man. of things. Uh, I think we could all use a little more, a little more death in our lives. Yes, I we think. Here, here. Yes. As we drink whiskey. By right? which I mean orgasms. Hey, <laughs> more orgasms, baby. <laughs> yeah. Um. There, yeah, I felt the same way. Like, this episode was very much, there are some high highs. Yeah. There are low lows. And kicks. some low lows. Mm. Yeah, those low blows are straight kicks to the nuts. Yep. Also, I don't believe Dean learned a goddamn thing. I'd probably no. not, because he learned the same lesson, like, in what, season four? Yeah. I think so. Season one, season two, season three, season eight, season <laughs> nine. <laughs> season ten, we'll get to you season ten. But I also, I love the way that it ended. Yeah. Yeah. Like the last conversation with death. Where Dean learns the power of fucking up. Yep. I have a theory. What's that? 
So, I. What is the worst line in movie history? You're tearing me apart, Lisa. That's pretty bad. I mean, yeah. Just hang on. Let me find. I'm going to go ahead and say, um, you I know did... what happens to frogs when they get hit by lightning? The same thing that happens to everyone else. That one's pretty the bad. Movie. Joss Whedon wrote that line. Script. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. Just any line from the room. According to all known laws of aviation, there is no way a bee should be able to fly. Its wings are too small to get around its fat little body off the ground. Bee, of course, flies anyway, because bees don't care what humans think is impossible. Yellow, black, yellow, black, yellow, black, yellow, black. Oh, black and yellow. Let's shake it up a little. Barry, breakfast is ready. Ooh, man. Is that Spike Kids 3D? Hang on. Hello, Barry, Adam. Can you believe that this is happening? I can't. I'll pick you up. Look sharp. Use the stairs. Your father paid good money for those. Sorry, I'm excited. Here's the graduate. <laughs> We're very proud of you, son. A perfect report card. All bees. <laughs> very proud. Okay, stop. <laughs> what is that from? Stop. It's the bee movie. <laughs> oh, God. Um, here's one. You can call me whatever you like. Take a bucket of piss and call it Granny's Peach Tea. Take a weapon of assassination and call it a deterrent. You won't fool fly or me. I won't drink it. That's what? from Batman vs. Superman. Oh, God. That's a pretty bad line. Um, I don't make love. I fuck hard. That's exactly how he says it in Fifty Shades of Grey, too. Wow. That's from Mr. Grey. It's, which I think honestly makes it worse the way he delivers it. I don't make love. I fuck hard. It's yeah. that pause, man. It's that fucking pause. It's got the delivery of a DiGiorno's pizza. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody got AIDS and shit. That one's from... Uh, man, everybody got AIDS and shit. Oh, That's from, that from? Uh, Showgirls. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my point is, is that these are all terrible lines of dialogue. And yet, if Mr. Death said them. Yeah. <laughs> Some motherfucker's always trying to ice skate uphill. <laughs> I'm late too. <laughs> look, man. All I'm saying is that Mr. Death said them. Yeah. Then it might be on the level of here's looking to you, kid. Or yeah. you had me at hello. Or. We'll always have Casablanca. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's the line. We'll always have Paris, Venice, Greece. I don't know. Doom 2005, Semper Fi, motherfucker. Semper Fi, motherfucker. Semper Fi, motherfucker. Oh, man. Ooh, this is a bad one from Jawbreaker. Some of the sweetest candies are sour as death inside. Wow. Oh, God. Oh, man. This one's bad from the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. I hoped I'd get to nail you one more time. Didn't think it'd be literally. Um, (sighs) That's a movie I want to go back and watch for us. That is one of those that is like, oh, boy. (laughs) That's one that Mad World starts playing after you hear it. All around me. That's one of those things where it's like... The concept behind it is pretty cool. Like it's based off a graphic novel. Yeah, yeah, it's got a cool concept and a kind of a cool graphic novel. But man, that movie was just garbage. Not good, guys. That movie actually has a very special place in my heart because it's the first movie I saw and was like, "This is bad." 
Yeah. yeah. This is, I feel, I, I honestly, I think that's where my taste developed. Nice. <laughs> Just being like, this is not good. I do not enjoy this. Well, so I remember watching it once when I was like over at a friend's house. We rented it or something. And I watched it, but I didn't really pay attention to it because I was at my friend's house and we were doing other stuff. But then I went back. I was like, oh, remember that? I was like to myself, I was like, remember that movie that had like the Invisible Man and they were on Captain Nemo's submarine and everything? What was that? And I went back and watched it and I was like, God, why did I just, why did I do that? Why? You do it to yourself, man. You played yourself. Man, I was 12 years old. My favorite movie of all time was The Last Samurai. Just kidding. I don't think that movie was out yet. <laughs> I don't remember what my favorite movie was when I was 12. Probably some Disney shit. Yeah. I think when I was 12, it might have been Princess Mononoke. Yeah, that tracks. Yeah. Okay. Um, you can't piss on hospitality. Oh, Correct, God. you can't. Oh, son of a bitch. Trolls too. Trolls too. Yep. Also, no, not the bees. No, not the bees. My eyes. Ag, ag, ag. Yeah, the Wicker Man mm-hmm. remake. Yeah. Um, my point is, is that the reason why we're bringing up bad movie lines is again. If I had the power. If I could just recast all these roles with the guy who plays Death. Yeah. Why is he not in more things? God, I just... He should have been in Multiplicity instead of Michael Keaton. (laughs) Julian Richings. He's got a cool name, too. I mean, okay, he's he's been in over 50 movies and 20 television series. The point is... That's like... He should be in things that I watch that aren't supernatural and the magicians. That kind of... That energy reminds me of a tweet I saw from Tim Curry... Or someone replied to yes. a tweet about him that was like, why isn't Tim Curry in more things? And he just, like, listed off all of his credits. Yeah. And because they, like, they were specifically referencing, like, Rocky Horror and Clue. Yeah. And that was it. And he was like, hey, here's a bunch of other movies I've been in. He mentioned Legend. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, come on. I must sleep. That's how that tweet ends. <laughs> I have to sleep. See, I don't want to watch Percy Jackson and the Olympians, Lighting Thief, just to see him. That yeah. movie sounds like garbage. He was in The Witch, though, and he was very good in that. Nice. I forgot he was in that. Yeah, he's the governor. God. I kind of don't want to watch that. I find it very... Because that was an A24 movie, I think. It was. Those movies are hard to watch twice. Correct. Is it because you like already know the twist or something? Uh, or you just don't want to. They're stressful. Look, oh, he's okay. in five episodes of Twelve Monkeys. I'm just gonna watch that. Nice. Yeah. Uh, was he, he they are stressful. He wasn't in the movie. That's an old movie. The one with Brad Pitt and. You're thinking of Twelve Angry Men. No, I'm thinking of Twelve Monkeys. <laughs> Twelve Monkeys. Brad Pitt and. Uh... What's his Based oh. on the 1995. Oh, 1995. Oops, I misread that. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, he wasn't in. The, he okay. wasn't in the movie. Got a reason to watch the show now. Bruce Willis. That's his name. But yeah. I mean, it is a little movie because. Yeah, 95. 95, man, that shit is old. It's it's uh, set in 2030, and it's about a. Uh, it's almost as old as I am. It's about a quarantine. Mm. Anyway, anyways, let's get into what actually happens in this episode. So, <clears throat> Dean's struggle bussing. Yep. Yeah, yep. He goes to a back alley doctor who's played by Robert England. Brady yeah. fucking Kroger. Which, what? Y'all didn't even recognize him. No. No. <laughs> because he wasn't covered in burned face makeup. <laughs> 
if he had if he had if he had been covered in burned face makeup and had knives for fingers, I probably would have recognized him. To be fair. So quick quick question as a side. I remember. Did Robert England play Freddy all, all the way up until the remake that yes. we watched? Yeah. He was in every... So he was in Freddy vs. Jason. Yes. Yeah. Damn. Man. Oh, that's what we're going to watch. You know what? The other movie that I've seen Robert England in... Well, and I haven't even seen it. I just know about it. Is um, he plays the Phantom in an adaptation of The Phantom of the Opera. Oh, jeez. And... He has his face covered in that one, too. At least partially. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah. He's like that one guy that's always dressed up, uh, like the guy David plays, Jones. David Jones, yeah, yeah. He plays like Pan and Pan's Labyrinth and all that shit. Yeah. He's always oh, in he, he's a crazy amount of makeup. Yeah, and he's the pale man. Yeah. So, he's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he one of these days we'll get to see his face. Probably not. If you've ever seen him without his costumes, he, he has an unsettling look. I think he's had roles without his. Yeah. Without like a lot of makeup on too. I think he's without the giant like, guys at the end. I think so. I only read the book. Anyway. So um Dean's Dean's struggle busting and he goes to a back alley doctor whose back alley doctor place is in a It's in a Chinese grocery store. Yeah. This is another Sarah Gambleism. Or maybe that's just a stereotype we don't know about. Maybe <clears throat> back alley doctors behind Chinese grocery stores. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's also I think because there's also uh, in Better Call Saul at the beginning he's got his office behind a nail salon. Nail salon. So maybe it's just that like Asian property owners will <laughs> rent you your their small back room. Asian business owners will just be like, I've got a. I've got an upstairs apartment you can use for your shady business yeah, dealings. Maybe they're just down for that because they want that money. <laughs> yep. The Chinese are famously very pro-abortion, so they're just like, look, man, if it gets banned in the States, they're not. I'm not spreading that around. No. That's why I'm not touching that. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> this is a joke I'm making. It's just a fun joke, guys. There's no reason to get that upset about it. Wow, Ari is the one that's going to get censored this time. So um, he dies, Dean dies, for the 57th billion time on the show, and he meets Tessa, the Reaper, who yeah. he knew previously. And like, he, all the way at the beginning of season two, right? Yeah, yep. that's when she shows up. She's the Reaper friend, I guess. Yeah. And um, he's like, get in touch with Death, because I need him to go get Sam and Adam from the cage. Which, that's a, yeah. that's a tall order. It really is. It's a tall half but like, order. But also, if anyone's going to do it, I mean, it's going to be Death. Yeah, because Death is the only person that no one can touch. Pretty much. But also, As why, of right now. I get Sam. Why Adam? Why? Like we, well, he doesn't deserve to be tortured forever. We 100% forgot that he was also there. Well, true. <laughs> like, no Look. one mentioned him until this episode. Look, I have to give kudos to the show for this. Yeah. Because if I were writing the show, when I remake Supernatural in 10 to 15 years, Adam would have never been in the cage. Yeah. That's fair. He never would have existed. Well, that. But if he was going to exist in my adaptation. Um, he And I've actually seen some fanfics do yeah. this as well. Where he just sort of like is like, all right, Michael, you can use my body, but I want to stay in heaven. Ah, or so, like okay. my soul wants to be in heaven or some shit. Yeah. Either of you guys ever sold a car before? No. no. All right. So, but I'd love to try. You ever sold anything before? 
I mean, Only yeah, my soul. I've sold guitars. You know how you ask for not way more, but more than what you're asking for, so the price falls. Oh, oh okay. is that what Steen's doing with souls? Yeah, maybe because you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it doesn't matter. <laughs> I can. I respect Supernatural to being like, "Hey, man, while Dean and Sam are going off on their adventures, saving the world." Adam's being tortured in the cage. Yeah. <laughs> from here on out, we have confirmation from at the till the end of season five till murder, murder, murder. who knows? Possibly now. Is he being tortured in the cage? Adam's being tortured or is in the cage. Michael just using him as the vessel and then he's getting a beaten from Lucifer because they're fighting. I mean if Sam's being tortured in the cage, because in this world it's sort of like a metaphysical uh, they can okay. exist outside of each other, then I think it's safe to assume. They're all they're yeah. four separate entities at that point. I yeah. Think so yeah. yeah. So wow. yikes! <laughs> yikes! Have we gone to heaven yet? I don't remember. Yes, we've gone to heaven, but we haven't spent a whole lot of time up there. Like you know how you saw people there, right? That's how they show. It's like the Matrix. That's how they choose gotcha, to present yeah. themselves. Right. Yeah. Like you wouldn't see Johnny Cash as he died. You'd see Johnny Cash as like 1970s Johnny Cash. Right. Not hurt Johnny Cash. Exactly. I mean, hurt Johnny Cash was pretty dope. Fuck yeah, he was. I just want to. I just want to say this though. Um, it's not going to be brought up a lot. Yeah. yeah I imagine. Yeah, yeah. Just, just, just yeah. leave it out of but your it, head because who gives like, a shit? Why even bring him up? Let sleeping Adams die. Because. Yeah. <laughs> 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 why bring him up? Great question. Um. I guess, I guess because they were like, if we don't mention him, this will be a plot hole. Yeah. Yeah. So we so. have to, we have to address it at least, mm-hmm. you know, which I disagree. I think they could have just been like, well, it turns out Adam was never in the cage and it's fine. Yeah. Um, because of course Dean was going to choose Sam. Was that even a question? No. Like, cause death's like, I can only take one because I'm death and I love to make people, you know, make hard decisions. Yeah. I just make my own rules and you have to figure them out. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you. Yeah. Just. Figure it out, stupid. Like that's that's death's whole thing. And he much. looks so great while doing it. Yeah, he does. Um, and death's like, I will bring Sam up. I will build him a wall in his mind that will block out all the fun hell memories. Wall just gets fifteen feet higher. <laughs> yeah. There's. It's not a guarantee. The wall is not a guarantee to work, I but to God, it's the best if, option. If in the rest of this season I hear a single track from Pink Floyd's "The Wall," I will flip my shit. Well, like why? Because that's literally what the wall is. I, I understand it, but that would be fitting as hell, right? I mean, it would be fitting, but it's like for a little, it to be the wall wouldn't it's a have double to be rhinoplasty, Ben. Wouldn't have to be just a little. Wouldn't Sam have to be another brick on the wall for that to happen? Oh, technically. He's not. He's something, something. Anyways, we'll talk about this when I eventually get to my Freak of the Week on the Soul. (laughs) So, Death is definitely, like, really... A plus in it up. He really is. And all Dean has to do in exchange is be Death for 24 hours. You're telling me all he has to do is kill people for a day? Yeah. We can't yeah. fuck this up. It's the steal of the century. Yeah. You get your brother's soul back. There's a very 
mediocre chance that he will forget all of the hell memories, so you don't even have to send him to a fucking therapist. You know how much that costs. Also, psychiatry doesn't work. Is there more? That was also a joke. (laughs) More? You don't get killed by one of the most powerful supernatural beings in the whole multiverse. Oh, man, that's like flexi. (laughs) It's too good a deal. You'd be an idiot not to go for it. Of course, Dean immediately fucks it up. If if death was like flexi, if he was like Phil Swift and flexi... (laughs) Oh my god. Okay, when we make the show in 20 to 15 years. 15 to 20 years. If Phil Swift is still alive. Yes. If, if Sam's hell memories are a tank of water with a giant hole in it, Jeff is Boom. Phil Swift slapping some flex seal on it. Turning it into a bone. Oh my god. Y'all, I cannot breathe very well. Not because I have the plague, but because of all this yeah. fucking pollen that's yeah. in the air. Arya's phoning in because she... she... That's corona. She's, she's going, I, corona. Anyways. <laughs> that's just one of my... No, it's every time I stop. Oh, I'm pretty sure the corona symptoms stay when you're not outside. And when I am, like, near the outside or close to the outside, or if there's been a lot of tracking and not from the outside, I'm just yeah. like... <gasps> Because of all this fucking pollen that's in the air. When I'm in my basement with no windows, I'm fine. It's weird. Okay, so um, Dean basically goes back to Sam and is like, here's the deal. And I think that that Dean should have lied. Yeah. To Sam and Bobby? Fuck yeah. Well, to Sam for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I think Dean, because Dean basically comes back and he's like, all right, here's what's going to happen. We're going to build a wall in your mind, and there's a pretty good chance that you won't die. And Bobby and and Sam is like, a pretty good chance? That's um, not good enough. Which, a fair reaction from yeah. the soulless robot. But, I feel like Dean should have just been like, let's edit out some of that story. Yeah. Yeah, he definitely should have given Sam, like, the ultra-abridged. Yeah. He should have given Sam, like, the Yu-Gi-Oh-abridged version of his plan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, episode one. Like, like basically having seasons. nothing to do with his original plan and actually have a bunch of silly voices and jokes. Yeah. yeah. That's what he should have done. Exactly. <laughs> why can't... Why am I not going to remember any memories of hell? Screw the rules, Sam. I have yeah. money. <laughs> uh, so, um, what was that Sam? Card games on motorcycles. Yeah. <laughs> Sam's like, no, Dean, I have serious questions. And Dean's like, shh, shh. I play a children's card game on a fish. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's not a Yu Gi Oh! bridge thing. That's just the show. Yep. So. All that's happening, and while Dean is off doing his, like, you know, adventures in Deathland, Sam is like, I'm going to scar my vessel so bad that a soul can't re-enter. Yeah, because that's the obvious conclusion. Yep. Well, he gets this from Balthazar. Balthazar's like, there is a spell where you can scar the shit out of your vessel. You just have to kill your dad or father figure which thank god there's that amendment yeah. <laughs> otherwise thank god this so... spell can be pretty loose and goosey about whose blood is spilled i'm not gonna lie i have so many 
questions. Yeah. How fucked would it have been if he actually killed Bobby and it didn't take? Oh my god, that would have been awful. Fucking right. Yeah. God, Sam would wake up the next day and be like, where's Bobby? I don't remember anything. I mean, Just I guess... kidding, I know I killed him for this thing that didn't work you gotta you gotta keep in mind like the adopted kids i guess <laughs> in case they want to kill their father figures in case yes. they don't want their soul back uh-huh. yeah just in case just, just you know how it goes very considerate of the spell crafter mm-hmm. um the reason why what if your dad deserves to die though why would that scar your vessel so you know what i'm I saying mean, their dad's does already the, dead so. does the spell keep in mind like if it's like an abusive father figure or some shit probably not well no i think that's what it means it's like okay even if your biological father was not you know uh let's say your biological father was uh i don't know what's the biggest piece of shit ever um john winchester, john winchester. yeah that's a good one <laughs> Then you can adopt a new dad, yeah, you and can he can be dad. the dad you kill in this ritual death. Exactly. Because I think it has more to do with the connection between the souls rather than yeah. the actual yeah. blood connection. I have to say, though, if Sam weren't such an unstoppable beast on Hunter steroids, Bobby would have had him just handily. Oh, 100%. Bobby yeah. is absolutely the Kevin McAllister <laughs> yes. of this show. Like Bobby's Kevin, home alone. Kevin Robert McAllister. I loved every single second he was just like outsmarting the shit out of Sam yeah particularly when he was like he had backed himself up into the closet and mm-hmm. Sam was axing his way through the closet yeah, door the shining style yeah yep. and Bobby's just like don't say here's Johnny and Sam's like I'm sorry I have to do this you shouldn't have backed yourself into a corner and then Bobby's like fuck you I have a trap door under your goddamn yeah, feet that was the best Slow caps for Bobby. That was so fucking good. And then Bobby's lying. <clears throat> the only person who's going to kill me in my own house is, is me. me. Oh my God. Me too, Bobby. That's same. Such a fucking mood. Hashtag me too. Like, fucking same. God damn. God. Uh, you ever just have uh, one of those days? Right? <laughs> How dare you make me die in my own house? <laughs> How dare you? The one place I know the only person who kill me is me. Damn right. God, so good. That's why I sleep with a bat next to my head. Yeah. Because if I get broken into, my house gets broken into, I'll fucking, I'll brain somebody across the head. I'll do it. Um, yeah, 10 plus plus for Bobby in this episode. Really all the side characters just being amazing. Yeah. Dean Meanwhile, Dean Meanwhile, Dean Meanwhile, meanwhile, my words are not working today. Dean, meanwhile, is just, like, really struggle-busting with the whole death thing. Like, it's fine when it's somebody who deserves to die. Oh, I don't think we explained that. No. Oh, yeah. Sorry. So, Dean wants death to go get Sam's soul, and death is like, deal, but you gotta be me for a day. Yeah. A full 24 hours. Yep. And he's going around with Tessa and basically touching people and Mm -hmm. killing them. As they're dying. Which is an established death power. Yes. And then Tessa will reap them into the appropriate afterlife. Mm-hmm. The first person they come across is somebody robbing a convenience store and, like, threatening a child. Obviously a bad guy. Yes. Yeah. The convenience store owner has, like, a gun, and he gets the drop on the guy and mm-hmm. kills him. And Dean's like, oh, I'm going to, let's make him hurt for a minute, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, you know, has, like, a cheeky, like, fuck you as You're he walks away. Hell, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And then the second guy is, like, a heart attack dude, which is, like... You know, tragic, but 
also made his own choices as far as like what he yeah. eats. It's like mm-hmm. taking a nap on a train track. And was like yeah. an older guy and had clearly enjoyed his life because he got to do what he loved, eating delicious food. Yeah. So I did love when Dean was like, "Was that a local place?" Yeah. <laughs> Tesla's like, "Man, what the fuck?" And the and the guy's like, as he's as he's being you know afterlife did the guy's like, "What did it all mean?" And Dean's like, "All we are is dust in the wind." And the guy's like, "Fuck you, <laughs> That's a Kansas, Kansas song." Really? You couldn't have gone with any other classic rock song that talks about life and death. Spirit in the sky, I guess. Yeah, I can't real. think of any other. Stairway to heaven? Maybe. Highway to hell? <laughs> None of them? None of the other ones came to mind? You went with Kansas? Fuck you. That's, that was great. Well, it is the most nihilistic song out of the bunch. Yeah. yeah. And probably the most accurate. Yeah. Is there meaning in the supernatural universe? Who knows? Only in what we give it ourselves. Hotel California. Yeah. Honestly, I would have been more offended by the Eagles reference. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I like the Eagles. We're all right. Mm. I'm a fan of the Sticks, which is the traditionally shit upon, you know, rock band that I like. They've got some really good poppy hits. Hell yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. Renegade is one of the best songs ever. That's true. Top 50, top 100, maybe. That's one of the best ever. <laughs> Do you know how many songs there have been in the world? A lot. A lot. At least more than ten. Okay. Which is accurate. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to uh, be at least twelve verse in that. <laughs> You're not wrong. Yeah. What are there? More songs ever written or ventilators in the United States? Or is that too tough? Ooh, more songs ever written for <laughs> oh, sure. God. Yeah. Don't say that to me while I can't breathe. That's mean. <laughs> Sorry. I know it's because of the pollen that's in the air, but fuck, is it? A, it it's difficult yeah, right now. Um. So then Dean gets to the third of his charges, and of course, it is like you called it the second it was set up, yeah. and of course they were going to do this. Yeah. Just one hundred percent. It's a little girl who's got a serious heart condition. Mm-hmm. She's like twelve years old, and man, they lay it on. They really thick. do. Than that cheese on that pizza. 12, yeah, 12-year-old with a heart condition is definitely... I, I, I tried to call for a kid with leukemia. Which would have been good and yeah. in the same vein, it's so I'm counting it. Fucking close, man. I think my favorite dialogue interaction is Dean's like, what is she, 13? And Tessa's like, 12. And I'm just like, fuck, man. Tessa's cold, man. Tessa, Tessa don't give a fuck. She can't afford to, man. I just like the fact that it's like 12, even worse. 13-year-old, it's like you've had a good run. But 12-year-olds, you haven't even hit, you haven't even gotten out of your preteen. God, and Dean refuses to do it because, of course, he would. Yeah. And then it messes with the natural order. Yeah, and then an innocent nurse dies. And again, the minute she's on screen, you're just like, something's going to happen when this nurse. Because it was like. They've made an effort to let you know who she was. Yeah. They're like, show her name bad. She's got extra lines. Stuff her name like that. shows up in the, in the uh, subtitles. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. If She's not just nurse. And you see, like, it's basically like when you run into an NPC with a name, it's like, oh, you're important. Yep. Yeah. You're going to give me a quest or something. <laughs> yeah. She, um, you're not just barkeep number five. You're... Mm-hmm important um yeah she has a conversation with her husband on the phone just to be like guys for real this is a fleshed out woman who is loved and cared for yeah so she's gonna die in the next scene and she does just 
Gets hit bites it immediately. Yeah. yeah. Uh yeah, gets hit and has a heart attack in the ambulance coming over and Dean kills her. And Tessa is like, you're supposed to live a long, healthy life and have kids and grandkids. And uh, this idiot screwed up, so now you're dead. Sorry about that. Yeah. Whoops. Just immediately thrown under the bus. It's like Dean saved that one kid and then killed a bunch of other kids. Yeah. By making sure they were never born. Mm-hmm. Idiot. Free of traffic. Yeah. Honestly, I don't think Tessa did a very good job of explaining what the natural order is because it's, there's a difference between destiny and the natural order. The natural order, I guess. Yeah. If if she had just been like, "Hey, look, if you don't kill this little girl, that nurse is gonna walk out of here too early and get hit by a fucking bus." Well, she didn't know that was gonna happen specifically, but she knew something like it would happen. But still, yeah. if she had, I think that would have like stuck with Dean a little bit more, and it, the lesson mayhaps would have stuck a little better. No, I mean, this is just bad TV writing, and it's common. It's not just yeah. a supernatural thing. Yeah. Where if the whole, and we've talked about it before, where the characters forget the lessons that they learn, mm-hmm. like, the next week. Yeah. This is super common in Glee. I cannot tell you how many times, like, one of the jock characters learns to really respect other people, and even though they might be different from you, there's still people in their own right, and then the next fucking episode, it's like they've got to relearn that lesson. Yeah. It's super common and it's super annoying because it just means these characters are in a fucking rut Mm -hmm. does dean learn at the end of the episode that the natural order is important no no like yes he does because the show tells us he does but then like a couple seasons from now he's gonna mess with the natural order in a way that has serious consequences yeah well, and I, and did, I hate it. I, I hate like, it so much. I think that's why I liked the death speech at the end. Yeah. Uh, because he was like, you two, the fucking Winchesters, yep. are just such an egregious abomination against the natural order. He's like the first guy in a while that we've seen that really showed them the respect, scare quotes around respect, that the Winchesters kind of deserve, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, of being like, you guys just get in there. Mm-hmm. You're like, like they, they fuck with the natural order on a global scale, he said, which is like, whoa. But they don't really, in a way, they restore. I think what Death is talking about is that they restore the natural order because mm. you have beings that are larger than life, right? Yeah. S- just again, like with season yeah. five, because season five, yeah, according to the angels and the demons letting, you know, the apocalypse happened was part of the natural order. Right. But it was also, in a way, a huge disruption of everything that went on in the regular life. Right. This is what I'm talking about when I say, I think in the show, the natural order is different from destiny. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, like, Sam and Dean's destiny was to cause the apocalypse. And then, and then, and then restored... end it by having lucifer and michael possess their bodies yeah. and then fight it out mono mono uh but they restored the natural order by defying their destiny exactly okay yeah because they were able to basically enforce the status quo which is in a way the natural order mm-hmm. and things went back to pretty normal somewhat normal yeah. somewhat normal for the show obviously yeah so when death is talking about the natural order I think what he means is somebody's fucking with the natural order. And we'll see this mm. in a couple of episodes. Yeah. They are hardcore mm. to the point where actually destiny kind of gets involved and is like, stop it. Nice. Yeah. Slaps their hands. 
Um, and he in death kind of wants Sam and Dean to be at a hundred percent, not distracted by this whole soul business, mm-hmm. yeah. and ha- go get up in their gears, which they are excellent at. Yeah. But then there's later things that just super fuck everything up. Season ten. That's what I'm talking. Yeah. I'm just talking about all of season ten. I hate no. that season so much. I was thinking of last week's episode, man. That one. Last week's episode of Supernatural, not the one that we did. Oh, the, the one, that, the one that actually aired. The one that actually aired. The one yeah. that I'm not allowed to see yet. Correct, dude, man. Yeah, I've heard I, it gets pretty gnarly. I did see. I saw a bit of a future episode of Supernatural because <gasps> we turned the TV on at Cat's house, oh, no! at Cat's mom's house, and it like was on. But it it wasn't a spoiler because I already knew what was happening. I mean, I didn't know the episode, but I knew the situation because it was Bobby and Rufus standing over Bobby's wife's, like, body in a bed. Mm -hmm. I don't know what season that was, but they were talking about how Bobby had to kill her, and I was like, okay, I know what's happening here. It's not that much of a spoiler. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, So, uh, yeah, so, but I actually go back and forth on whether or not I like the ending of the episode. Yeah. But we'll get to that in a minute. So... Nurse, the nurse dies. Uh, again, they just lay it on. They really real do. thing. The real thing. Husband runs in all distraught. Yep. It's like, why? Yep. <laughs> he was really laying it on thick. And I did like this next part. So Tessa, t- Tess, Dean still has to kill the girl. Yeah. Which again. <laughs> Is kind of hilarious. Oh, there's also one other moment earlier in the episode in the convenience store. All I wanted, all I wanted. So convenience store starter shoots guy who's holding up the place. Yeah. But then I wanted a dear sister moment where the the armed robber pops back up, shoots the kid, goes back <laughs> down. Somebody else comes in, reads a letter, and is like, "Dear patron, <laughs> by the time you read this, I'll be dead. Here's oh, what I think will God. happen." I think that I'll be in my convenience store with my dad. But then the kid pops back up, shoots the owner, and then they all go down. Two cops walk in. Shoot each other. Shoot each other. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's what I think. Mm, what you say? Yeah, basically. Mm. Oh, wait. Would it be that or would it be all around me? <laughs> faces. I think it would have been, hello, darkness, my old friend. Oh, that's another good one. That's <laughs> near to drop you in the end. Okay. Don't fear the reaper. Yeah. yeah, that would have been good. But yeah, uh, that's what I wanted. It didn't happen, obviously, because that would be not make sense in the episode. Yeah. But yeah. I wanted it really bad. I wanted it so bad. Um, instead, we get what happens. So Dean still has to kill the girl, which again, hilarious. Yeah. That nurse died I, for nothing. This, this episode was like funny in that dark kind of way it really was because like, it what was the like fuck? because they go to the girl the first time and dean's like what is she 13 and tess is like well she's 12 and for some reason it was just the funniest fucking it is it because it's too much yeah like you know what they're trying to do and it's just like guys we get it yeah. it's a child it's tragic that she is dying <laughs> And that Dean has to be the one to really pull the plug, I guess, because of destiny or whatever. Right. Like, it sucks. We know. We know. God, it's and so funny. And then when the girl is dead and, like, every time someone dies, they stand there with Dean and Tessa. Yeah. And they're like, why? Why Why any of this? And she's just looking. 
And she's like, will my dad be okay? And Dean's like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, that is a question, isn't it? <laughs> Little girl, it's going to be fine. Just kidding. He's going to kill himself next week because he's oh, lost God. his wife and his child. So yeah. this sucks. Actually, what's going to happen is he's going to be proposed uh, to become the vessel of a very powerful angel. And he's going to say yes. Yeah. So whoops-a-daisy. <laughs> um, my B, y'all. My B. Um... But I did like, so I did like how this happened. So Dean sees the nurse's husband drinking, getting in a car. I like the fact that the guy either stopped by a convenience store or has emergency liquor, just in cases like these. I mean, these. who doesn't? He was good violent. He went to a convenience store. That's true. You have he that was... bottle of liquor in your car. Hey, man, it was in the trunk. Okay. Yeah, like a legal, responsible alcoholic. Sorry. Correct. You're right. Accurate. I even go. I go one step further. If I've got like half a bottle of booze, I don't even. I put it. I wrap it in a shirt in where my spare tire goes. You hide it from that cops like it's moving. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. legal now, Travis. You don't have to do it. Nah, it makes me feel. It makes me feel like a smuggler. <laughs> I'm not gonna say how I smuggle liquor because it makes me feel bad. <laughs> See, <laughs> see where you put the booze is where I put my drugs. Ah, okay. You don't put the drugs in the booze? No, I'm an idiot. I just like, keep all my drugs in my uh, back. <laughs> am I the only one still doing laudanum? Oh, my God. I did. I used to. <laughs> I used to, uh, when I would buy weed as, like, a teenager, I mm. used to store it in tampon. Nice. Uh, can, like, the plastic around tampons. Yeah. yeah. That is a great idea. That is Holy a good shit. one. No one's going to touch that shit. No one's going to fucking look through what looks to be a used tampon container. Mm-hmm. Shit. Uh, I remember watching No it. one does that. Watching they weren't used, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Just thought I'd clarify. Yeah, clarify that shit. I was gonna say, you, like, episode <laughs> of Cops where a kid hid it in like a jar of coffee beans. Oh my god! The cop gave that kid so much shit. Oh man! Because who drives around with coffee beans? Great question. Yeah. D- drug smugglers. That's who. Mm-hmm. If somebody pulled me over and they were like, hey, you're 15, why did you just have a unmarked jar of coffee beans in your car? I would immediately be like, I fuck it, officer. <laughs> <laughs> you do not know how great loose coffee beans feel around your dick until you try it, sir. Oh, man. It was, it was in a gym bag of, like, old gym clothes. Oh, my God. What? Yeah. I mean, well, that's kind of, so, like, were there, like, holes punched in the top of the jar or anything? Because you can kind of use coffee as a... Uh, scent sucker upper. Yeah. Sir. The kid was trying to hide the drugs from his brother. Wow. That's what he said. Kids, don't keep your drugs in your car. I mean, don't do drugs, but definitely, (laughs) if you're going to, don't keep them in your car. Put them in your room like a responsible adult. We know you're you're listening, kids. You've sent us emails. (laughs) Children. Stop doing that. (laughs) It's weird. Just kidding. We love it. Keep doing it. Listening but it is weird. Yeah. No, sending us emails. Yeah. It's just always weird to get in, in. I mean, we appreciate it. We really do. And we love that we have fans and we love talking to you guys. But whenever somebody's like in high school, I just think back to conversations like the one we just had. And yeah. I'm like, <laughs> yikes. That's I mean, all I'm going to say there. I listened to crazy shit like that on the internet when I was 15. Yeah, I know. I did too, but I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like being the one molding the, the youth of the nation? I do not like it. I understand that it's hypocritical, but I feel how I feel. Mm-hmm. So, 
Yikes is all I'm going to say there. <laughs> don't do what we did and at least don't get caught. That's all I'm going to say there. Don't, yeah. you know. Yeah, in the words of Roger Allen Wayne, if it's going to be done, you got to be tough. If it, 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 look, I was allowed to do it because I didn't get caught. You're <laughs> 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 yep. allowed to do it? <laughs> That's how it's it not works. a crime. You don't get caught. I don't know what to tell you. Everything's legal until you get caught. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Is that not what happened? <laughs> I did. You're not wrong. Are you wrong? Did I not get away with it? Jesus Christ! I didn't do anything that bad. The, I bought some weed and some alcohol. I said the thing about not doing drugs at all. Did I not? I would expect this conversation to be happening the other way around. Yeah. Well, turns out one of us is actually hardcore and the other one... One of us is a good Christian boy. Because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do jack shit like that. Oh, man. Fuck, man. I've been smoking weed since I was 15 years old. Damn. What a cool kid. Uh, I know, right? And I listened to Wu-Tang Clan. No, I'm going to stop. Oh, I'm going to stop. That was a white sentence. Right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I smoked weed and listened to the little boutique. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. Cash rules everything around me. Cream gets the money. Dollar dollar bills. I actually right. listened to the moment under That was like the whitest thing I've heard. <laughs> All right. This seems like a good place to pause because I have to get some right. oh, no. Anyway, uh, we were getting on with Dean and let's go back to Sam actually. Yeah, let's go back to Sam. Because Sam's trying to kill Bobby, and I hated all of that. Yeah. I hated 100% of it. The B-plot gets a D-minus. Yeah. Once again, this brings up the question, how much of Sam is Sam? I mean, I feel like they're trying to show us that it is less and less. Yeah. I mean, we saw that from the cold open. Or from the review at the beginning, right? True. Well, to... yeah, they were trying to make Sam look like a deranged lunatic. By yeah. Literally <laughs> and it worked. Only, yeah, the only shots we saw of Sam were, like, where he bites his arm, and then he smiles, and, like, there's blood in his teeth. Yeah. Yeah. And then him hiding behind Dean. So it's like, this is supposed to be a showing of, like, how Sam is only thinking of things like 100% logically. Sure. So he, he needs to go Bobby to get this thing he wants done. And he's not thinking of like how would The guilt ever... he'll feel. Yeah, or... you're not going to feel any guilt about killing Bobby. Yeah. It's, he's not it's thinking not gonna about hurt how anyone it's going to affect Dean or anyone right. else. Or the whole com- Hunter community as a whole. Right. He's only looking at what he needs. Yes. So I, I get that, but it was just... Ooh, and I and maybe this is what they're going for is just to not like it. Well, yeah, no, we're definitely supposed to watch this and be like, oh, this isn't Sam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This isn't how Sam would act normally. For sure, more than ever before, because we know that Sam indeed would never kill Bobby. Mm-hmm. Would never intentionally hurt Bobby, like at all, if yeah. it wasn't for his own good. And I gotta say, I loved Bobby the entire time. Oh, absolutely. When Bobby was like, I don't want to have to blow your legs off, but I will. That was mm, great. Yeah. That was good. He was just going around with a sawed-off shotgun. Yeah. Being fully prepared to do some damage. Yeah, you gotta protect yourself, man. 10 yeah. out of 10 on that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> yeah, really loved just everything that he was doing. Yeah, and it's really showing how, like, logical and methodical sam is being without his soul because like right you know if you were trapped in the basement like so bobby traps him in the basement with the trap door 
And so Sam's like first thing is get a ladder, go in the panic room, go up the like hole in the ceiling of the panic room. Oh yeah. Room. This Sam like, is unstoppable. Panic Sam wouldn't have thought of that. No one would have thought of that. It, not right. A broken fucking leg. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah that no. Too. Yeah, because he got injured. And uh, just as he's about to complete the ritual, and Bobby's like, do not do, you do not want to do this. I mean, he says a lot more like, come on, you idiot. Dirt, 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 dirt. He says like that. But um, he's just like, you don't want to do this. You know you don't want to do this. Don't Mm -hmm. fucking, don't play these games with me, boy. Also, you'll regret it. Also, I'll regret it. So Mm -hmm. Um, Dean comes back, just stops Sam. They knock him out. They handcuff him to the panic room. And just while Sam, or just while Dean's like, I don't know what to do, he goes up and stares in the kitchen. And who's there but death, death himself? With some hot dogs. With some hot some dogs. Bacon dogs yeah, from some LA. bacon dogs yeah. from LA. And beers, man. Beers and, beer and fries. A big old beer. Big ass beer to go. It is a throw line in this show, and I never get tired of it. Death just loving food. Yes. The munchies, and specifically man. the worst food, right? Yeah. Well, he he likes He's... foods that will kill you, right? Yeah. Because yeah. last time you said, what did you say? It was like a big Chicago style slice. Yeah, just and this time it was like bacon, dogs, and beer. And yep. Fries. And, he, and he brings some for Dean. Yeah, oh, God, death is the best. <laughs> He's just such He's the best. He's so considerate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He thinks of everything. Why are Sam and Dean the way they are? Because I just want Death to be their friends. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Death has the time to be their friend. No, he doesn't. I mean, maybe a casual acquaintance for sure. I mean, I feel like they've achieved that. At least yeah. Dean has. Yeah. They're like workplace associates. Mm-hmm. I love that just the whole conversation is great. We're going to talk about it, but just go back and rewatch the episode, if only for this last 10 minutes. Yeah, for real. Because Death is just like, I feel like you learned something today. And he asked, he asked Dean, it's like, if you knew everything you knew now, would you have killed that girl? And Dean was like, yeah, I would have killed the girl and saved the nurse. And Death's like, no, it's more than that. You respect the natural order. Mm-hmm. You understand that sometimes things happen because they happen. Yeah. There's no stopping them. You can't save everyone. You just assume everything's going to turn out okay, but it so often doesn't. Yeah. For a lot of people. When the chips are down, do Sam and Dean care enough about everyone else? Yes. Or is it just about themselves? I feel like they still care about everyone else. You think so? Yeah. I mean, we saw that. I, I feel like, like, yeah, they were... Well, like, even through the end of season five, they had already gotten to a point where, like, they, both of them were absolutely not going to be the vessels. Yeah. They chose to end the apocalypse because it would fuck everything else up for everyone else. That is true. But I sometimes wonder, because it's, I think sometimes, well, it's not easy. I'm not trying to, like, downplay either of their sacrifices. Mm -hmm. But the choice is obvious. One person or the entire world. Yeah. But what do you do when it's just Adam versus Sam? Sam. 
Yeah. Well, obviously Sam, because I like his character <laughs> way more. But I meant in general sense. In situations where it's save my brother or save 10 people. Hmm. Or 15. I guess, well... I mean, obviously, and we've seen this before, is Dean will try to do both. That's true. He will try to do both, and maybe he will accomplish half of each. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Only half of Sam survives. Yeah. I mean, we're in that right now. Well, right? yeah, true. That's why you don't half-ass two things. You yep. whole-ass one thing. So it's like... True. Yeah, it runs one. Well, if... Yeah, I feel like, yeah, they definitely prioritize each other yeah and then it always seems maybe well, it also seems like... simultaneously just tripping over themselves to sac- sacrifice one of themselves for the other yeah. it's kind of humorous mm-hmm. they're, tripping each, they're tripping over their own dicks and each other's to save each other exactly yeah. Yeah. by sacrificing the other yeah. <laughs> but yeah i feel like they look out for each other and they try to protect each other and yeah. then and this isn't other a bad pe- thing. Other people happen to work out fine along yeah. the way. Yeah. Or maybe they don't. Maybe but I not. feel like that's part of Death's point. Yeah. Is just being like, Dean, I'm going to try to beat this into you so that you understand it before the next world-ending, <laughs> world-shattering apocalypse happens. You can't save everyone. Yeah. You can't always save your brother. Your brother can't always save you. Does it work? Mm. For a little while. <laughs> yeah. uh, what was I about to say? I was about to say something along the lines of that, but I can't remember exactly how I was going to word it. I go back and forth on the ending of this episode. Yeah? I can't decide if I like the fact that Sam gets his soul back after Dean technically fails. I feel like that's something... We have to see more episodes on. That's fair. Yeah. Well, I think this goes back to what you said earlier about Sam and Dean mess with the natural order on a global scale, and maybe that's not a bad thing. And maybe that's why Death does want Sam to have his soul back. Yeah. Because maybe they, sometimes they fuck up the natural order, sure, but... Like you said, maybe a lot of the times they're actually... Restoring there to, it, there in to a restore way. restore it, yeah. 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 So maybe that's why Death has his reasons of putting Sam's soul back anyway. Yeah. Maybe. Well, I, res- I, I understand that that's Death's reason, and I think it's a perfectly valid one. Mm-hmm. I'm just not sure that I like it. I mean, Because I- basically it's saying, hey, if this were anyone else, you would this what you want to happen would not happen. But because you guys are special, mm-hmm. I'll make yeah, an exception. You're right. And I kind of think, and this is 100% based on my future vision, that that's not necessarily a great thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, end of sentence. Okay, exactly. Yeah. I get that. But it's also a really great ending, and I'm certainly glad to have old Sam back. Yes. Like, See, they're going to have to resolve it anyways, yeah, and like it might as gonna, well be this episode. Yeah, Sam was going to get a soul back one way or another, for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. And I love that it was death. I'm glad we got to see him again. Yes. And I think overall, this is a super strong episode. Do they lay on the whole lesson thing pretty thick? Yeah. 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 Is it sometimes a little too much? Yeah. 
But again, that actor, Julian Richings, yeah. could read the goddamn phone book, and he I would really listen to could. it. Yeah. I would. He can. And we talked about this right after we watched the episode. There are some questionable lines of dialogue in Supernatural. <laughs> One that comes to mind, and again, the actress who played uh, the act—I'm pretty sure that was Sam, actually. Yeah, Sam uh, Jared Padalecki does his best with this line, and I don't think Jared Padalecki's a bad actor. I think he's a good actor, um, but I think it's honestly the worst line to memory, which is, "You know what hell was like? It's um like hell." Oh, Meg One also said that. Yeah. Was that Meg One? It okay, Meg I was one. trying to remember if it that was, was Meg, Meg One or it was Sam. Meg One, but then another character—it might have been Sam or Dean—said mm-hmm. something like that later. You know what hell's like? It's hell. Yeah. yeah. You know what hell's like? It's hell. Okay, so I, I don't think the actor who says that is a bad actor. I think that's such a bad line that it would be hard for anyone to make good. Mm-hmm. I feel like somebody wrote that line and they're just like, "Fuck it, we can never do what Mash did, and we can't do a Mash reference." Yeah. So just fucking roll with it. That's valid. Yeah. That's war is war and hell is hell, and that's the two I think war is worse. Yeah, because in, in uh, hell there's no innocent bystanders. Yep. Yep. That whole speech is great. Yeah. God, that, it gives me, like, chill bumps just to think about Fuck it. Yeah, Every time. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so, I don't know if the Supernatural writers just put on their super writing caps whenever they know that Julian Richings is going to come back. But he is. I feel like he's just one of those people that know how to talk. Oh my god, it's so good, isn't it? I feel like even if he were in the room with us right now, he would just command all the respect. Oh my god, yeah. Like that's just how he is. The man's been in over fifty films and Mm -hmm. several TV shows. Well, not even that. Like it's just like how he carries himself and everything. Yep. And how he carries himself as death. It's like so commanding. Yep. But in a in such a gentle way yeah look he's great the end of the episode when he talks to dean is great and i'm sorry jensen ackles i think you're a great actor but who even gives a shit about what dean said yeah it is all about death it was checkers and chess in that moment and then the very end of the episode death goes back to hell death goes to hell Gets Sam's soul. He has it in a briefcase. He has it in a doctor bag. Oh, yeah. Like an old school doctor bag. It was great. Yep. He's gone, what, 45 seconds? Oh, well, he is death. Mm -hmm. That's my point. Yeah. That's how, like, he got in and out of the cage, dodged Lucifer and Michael. Brings brings Sam's soul back. I don't think he even had to dodge them. He just showed up and they were like, fuck. Yeah, Yeah. we gotta move now. What? Whoops. Like, we gotta stand out of the way. We gotta, like, Back, back, back the, the fuck up. Jesus Christ, I can't believe he's here. And yeah. then, death man, OG as fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, he gets to Sam. Sam's like, don't touch me, don't put that in me. Which, you know, we knew he was going to be like. And death, calm as a cucumber. Like a doctor giving a kid his first shots. Yep. Yeah. You're going to feel an itch. Do not scratch the wall. This might hurt a bit. Just chef's kisses all over. Just yeah. beautiful. My compliments to the chef. Amazing. Ten out of ten. Eleven out of ten. I would play this to put me to sleep at Fuck night. Yeah. 
I would watch a show that is just about death. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Doing shit. Yeah. I already love the character from Terry Pratchett. Hell yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's like... De- Terry Pratchett's death, just going around and experiencing human things, is some of the best work. Oh, shit. Guys, because it's literally just like, I don't know how, what humans are like. I'll go find out. Diners, drive-ins, and dives. But it's death. But it's death. death is the host. <laughs> I'd watch the death fuck out of that. is Guy ah. Fieri. But it's death. It's not Guy Fieri mm. being death. It's death from the show Supernatural. What if Guy Fieri is just death? Like, in real life. Oh, okay. Uh, it's doing a great job. Yeah. yeah. And 10 out of 10, Guy Fieri slash Mr. Death. Please don't reap me early. Let me live. It's like, that's why he loves food. Let me live! <laughs> it's like that Eric Andre meme. <laughs> Let, me Let me live! <laughs> All right. Well, we're week two. In quarantine, quarantine. Yep. We're having the quarantine of our lives. Yep. Look at us being a bunch of quarantine cuties. Yeah. Corn cuties. Um, yeah, again, we're just going week by week here. Oh, and I know last episode I was like, we're going to have a great free the week with everything that's going on. I forgot to do the rest of my yeah. research. You're working like, what, 80 hours <laughs> So week? I am working a lot. We're saving it for another episode where it might be a little bit more apropos. Yes, it would have been apropos this episode, but it just didn't happen. It'd be a little bit more so for that next It one. wasn't in the cards. Yeah. The natural order wasn't in play to make it happen yes so we are gonna but we are still doing it you're still gonna get a freak of the week about the soul we're just gonna say that to a later episode um Um, but next week just as one more side note on this episode on imdb the writing credits are for eric kripty sarah gamble and and ryan singer so Well, that's just the former showrunner, the current showrunner at the time, and one of the producers. Yeah. Did you say Robert Singer or Ryan Singer? Robert. Robert Singer. It's going to be like, I don't think Ryan Singer held to this episode, but... (laughs) 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 I'm sorry, did you say Simon Cowell was in this hero? (laughs) No, but I Did you say it was Paula Abdul? This is crazy. Wait, why are you like, I'm talking about the comedian. It's Robin Thicke? No, I'm kidding. (laughs) It's Alan thing. It's Alan thing. This is in Three's Company. <laughs> and a baby. It's Company and a baby. I also don't think Alan Thick was in Three's Company. <laughs> Probably not. Guys, I don't know who Alan Thick is. He's, I know he, he's Canadian and that's he it. He America's... Funniest home videos, right? <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. I yeah. thought that was Bob Saget. Well, no, no, after, Bob, after Saget. Bob Saget. Oh, okay. Yeah. I stopped watching Americans Funniest Home Videos once they stopped doing the animal segments. Yeah. yeah. Those are the best. Also, the internet, that was a big exactly. factor. Mm-hmm. You could, turns out I could just go straight to Google.com. Yeah, you didn't have to watch commercials. Exactly. Or hear somebody's commentary on it. Whoa, this is where you <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. Thanks, Goofy McDonald. <laughs> Guys, it has been a fun episode here today at Hat Guy. Yeah. I feel like I've learned something. And that's uh, kids don't do drugs. But if you're going to do them, don't get caught. Seriously, don't do drugs. Guys. Seriously. Hey, guys. Please don't. I'm on drugs right now. Please don't oh do drugs. 
<laughs> I'm kidding. Seriously, don't do don't do anything illegal. We here at Havecast do not support blah blah blah. Blah blah. It's not lying if you don't say anything. But seriously. No. Don't do drugs. Yeah. Anyways. Also, I really don't think that teenagers should smoke weed. I actually think my memory would be better if I had not started smoking weed until my brain was fully developed. Yeah, probably. Speaking of which, what's the next episode called? Like a virgin. Like a virgin. Like the very first time. Uh, what's it about, Travis? Sam and Dean go to a uh, restaurant called The Melting Pot. <laughs> and they sit down. And then their server comes up. And they're like, the server's like, hello, my name is Richard. I'll be your server today. Is this your first time here? And then they're like, yeah. And then they, he goes, cheese virgins! And then they go along <laughs> with the rest of their meal at the melting pot. the implication pot. that they haven't eaten cheese before? No, that they just haven't been at the melting pot before. You know, I've been they, to the melting pot, and it's fine. But it's, it's not worth the money. No, it's not. No, it's not worth the money. I don't think it's there news. anymore. But yeah, they closed down. Yeah, they did. It was fucking expensive and nobody could go. Yeah. Yeah, what are you going to do? Take fondue to go? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> you might as well just have fondue you at home. Just make, yeah, yeah, you can make fondue at your house. You got a, I mean, you got a I microwave. Can't. You can melt anything. Yeah. <laughs> a little more goes into fondue than that. That's pretty true about fondue. Finally, my yeah. impulse purchase <laughs> chocolate fountain comes, <laughs> becomes useful. There's also a way better pun that they could have had for the name. fondue me. No. I don't think that would have made it past legal no. services and practices or some shit like that. All right. Well, Travis, I don't know anything that's just going to happen in next week's episode. Probably not because I don't think Sam and Dee could afford to go to the melting pot, even with well, their fake credit cards. Uh, okay. I don't know. If they put it on two of them, maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yeah. I think they frown on that sort of behavior at Shea Melting Pot. Do you not, Okay. Like, how far do you think Sam and Dee go? Do you think they fake their birthdays, too, to get free shit? I would if I were them. Oh yeah, Walk yeah, one hundred percent. Like it's my birthday. Yeah. Every day is basically just like when, when it's your birthday at Disney World. It's amazing. Oh yeah, you get so many little cakes shaped like mouse ears. It's the best. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, if you want to know what we'll be doing for the next week, follow us on Twitter. I'm gonna bury myself under a series of blankets yeah. and sign up for every free trial trial to every streaming service <laughs> I can think of. <laughs> I'm talking Broadway HD. Disney Plus, HBO Crunchy Go, Crunchyroll, the other shit. ones, Apple TV. <laughs> oh God, there's so many of them now. Yeah, yeah. CBS Plus, ABC Plus, who yeah. knows what else? BBW Plus, BritBox. <laughs> so said no one ever. Verve. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think BBC has their own streaming service? Yeah, for yeah. sure. It's called oh, yeah. BritBox. <laughs> I just made that joke, Ben. Uh, I'm going to be playing Animal Crossing. Yeah! If you want to play Animal Crossing with me, my friend code is on our Instagram. Hell yeah, it is. Uh, <laughs> and again, we're going to try to be back next week, but who knows what will happen. Yep. So, yeah. unexpected hiatus happens. Just understand we made a solid attempt, but yeah. we fought the law and the law won on this one. So, mm-hmm. turns out um, having a podcast not considered an essential business. Which yeah. is insane, considering yeah. this isn't even a business, technically. Yeah. If you haven't subscribed to your Patreon yet to catch your other show, yeah. I would say... <laughs> I've seen some people say that they've subscribed to the Patreon because they're almost caught up and they need more episodes to listen to. So if you oh, 
that's so sweet. If you need about 13 or 14 more extra episodes of us babbling in your ear holes. Hell yeah. You can go give $3 to our Patreon at uh, patreon.com slash halfcast. You can also go to our website, halfcast.com, where you can find all of our social media and Patreon and pictures of us and stuff like that. This month it's Ben's turn, so it's probably going to be a low-budget horror movie. Yep. It's going to be something absolutely terrible. Or a mid-budget horror movie. Yeah, or a... (laughs) For a mid-budget horror movie with an awful adaptation script. Or an episode of a television show I've never heard of. Yeah. <laughs> That's all TV shows. Yeah. Except for 30 Rock and Parks and Rec <laughs> and Yu Hawker Show. All right. Well, guys, I think we've talked this one out. Thank you so much for listening. You already heard what Travis said about wanting to hear more from us, but you can also check out our website, hackcast.com. Links to our social media. We've been posting some hilarious coronavirus memes, so check that out. Yeah. So, not very good. Nope. If you squeeze a lime on it, it's a little better. Just a little, though. I would already be safe. (laughs) (laughs) I get it. Those are both import beers. From Mexico? Mexico? Yes. Okay. I'm just making sure. I never, I've never drunk Corona. And don't die. Bye. Kink shaman, but don't rub it in my face.